Caution. Learning in progress. Hello and welcome to Smarter Every Season. I am Hans Dutzman and I will be hosting this episode of Smarter Every Season. With me today in the studio is Tyler Hubert. Tyler, how are you doing today? I'm good, Hans. How are you doing? I'm good. Good to be back again. This is our first episode after the first of the year. After Christmas break, it's really good to be back again. You think we remember how to do this? No, I don't. I think we're going to be stumbling all the way through it. <laughs> so uh, also with me today is Nolan Kitterman. Nolan's running the soundboard again. Nolan? Hey, how are you? So... Today, we are going into, um, we're going to talk Winter Conference today. So with us today is Bryce Baker. Bryce, how you doing? Hey, doing good. Glad to be with you guys. Good. And glad you're here. Uh, Bryce is our integrated marketing manager. He kind of runs all of our marketing stuff um, and has a huge part in Winter Conference. Bryce, um, just to kind of give a background of your history with Precision, you actually started, well, you're still in high school, correct? Uh, just out of high school. Just out of high school. In college. college. So, okay. <clears throat> so my mom and dad's house where I grew up is three miles away from precision planning. Okay. So where we're sitting right now, not too far away. So um, when I was going to Illinois Central College, uh, my freshman and sophomore year, I built two of the Max Harrows, built finger meters, and packaged up Keaton seed firmers um, here at precision planning in the evenings. The, the two of the Max Harrows was pretty fun. Obviously a line that uh, precision planning then in the mid to late 2000s sold to Landall. Um, it was pretty fun because we had a crew of college guys that built those. So I don't know if QC was the best, but <laughs> you had a lot of fun doing it. We had a lot of fun and it was very flexible. It's like, hey, we're out of class about two o'clock, two to 10, three to 10. We're going to build two of the Max Harrows. Um, so did that, then went to Illinois State University. And then I actually worked at Caterpillar for a year um, and then came back to precision planning um, the day after Memorial Day in 2009. And okay. so. so- was a region manager and, you know, funny stories that we can all tell from the history of precision planning from people that have been here a long time, but started as a region manager and didn't know what territory I was going to have. Well, that sounds about right for, for us. We, we I knew hire there, someone that's yeah. good quality first and then find a place <laughs> to put them later. So there that's were, right. you know, there were 11 region managers at the time and some came in with territories that they had been promised. And I came in thinking, I don't know, it's farming. I want to be back in ag and it's gonna be great. So I ended up in Ohio and the Southeast which is an interesting territory. I think probably the only company in ag that ever had Ohio and Florida in the same region. Um, Very different areas. Yeah, it was it was really enjoyable uh, to learn and cover that territory. Yeah, and then you moved on to uh, OEM lead for a while, worked with Case and some of our OEM partners, yeah. and then moved into the marketing role as well. Yep. Uh, yep. You've been in that, what, five years, six years? Five marketing years. now? No, time goes fast on. Is it that f- okay, all right. No, it's well. been since... Uh, 2017. 2017. So, so four, eh, so four going years. on four years. Okay. Personally, Bryce was uh, one of the first guys I got to know real well at Precision when I started in 2011. Um, being good to work alongside yeah. you and, and having got to know you well. So, so let's move into the winter conference discussion. Um, winter conference 2021, we have changed the format and it's looking different this year. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a bit different. It's been fun to plan. Um, it's been you know, a little bit unpredictable, but we've been controlling it as much as, as we are able to here. Um, so, you know, in the past, we've always hosted in Tremont and then simulcast it out. And so it was originally an event that only took place in Tremont. And then we said, hey, we can reach more people because we draw from maybe a two-hour radius around Tremont mostly. So then as we added simulcasts in Nebraska and Iowa and North Dakota and Indiana, we saw that, 
ah, a two-hour radius around that area, we started to draw more folks. So we can reach more people with our message by adding these locations. Well, we really amped that up from 11 last year to we're at 28. Uh, 28. 28 to okay. 8 locations <laughs> um, right now this year, which some might call crazy, but at Precision Planning, we do hard things. That's part of our culture. And here we are, uh, 28 locations. And so with that, you know, the format's going to be a little bit different. In the past, we've done live simulcast, right? which is really cool because you get that live interaction and you can see exactly what's happening in Tremont at, on the other end. That also takes a lot of coordination from a, uh, an IT and AV side, which goes well, I would say, but coordinating that 28 places instead of 11, we decided that that was not a hill we wanted to, to climb this year. So... Actually, right now, as we're filming this podcast, there is in another room across the hallway, we're filming the nutrient management session of Winter Conference right now. Um, Jason Webster is in there recording that right now. So at these locations, there'll be pre-recorded content, and there will be a, um, a session that's done live in person, as well as the host, the local host at every one of those locations. Um, they're doing more than just saying, play a video and doing a one session. They'll tailor some of that content. Um, at breaks and between the segments um, to the local area, you know. So that's that's people there. That's our yes, people that are there. Precision whether sales managers or mm-hmm. or in person or uh, yep. support guys. That that's are in- precision planning employees in person at the venues with the farmers that attend, tailoring that content. And I think you said you, is there a session that is live as well? Yeah. So there's one session on seed placement um, that the local host there has the option. It is recorded. Um, that is an option that they can play the recording or they can take that same presentation and present that live. And I think most of the region managers, I'm not going to say every location, but the majority of those locations will have that session done live in person talking about seed placement and how important it is to get that right and how easy it is actually with precision planning products. So since we've expanded all these locations, um, used to be kind of knew where where you could always come to Tremont. Um, where can I go to watch or to to attend? Where are these locations? What's the best way to find a location close to me? Yeah, like twenty eight so, of them. There should be one close by. So, so number one is don't come to Tremont. There is not a location in Tremont, <laughs> Illinois. Um, I know I've talked to a few RMs who said, yeah, I had a had a dealer last week. So, well, I'll see you in Tremont in a couple of weeks. We're not not in Tremont this not week. In Tremont. No, you are. Right. So, are you gonna are you gonna set up a, a a sign at the door that says, not welcome, don't go. <laughs> no, we'd be glad to have people come. We'll just, they'll be disappointed, I guess. <laughs> um, I guess we'll just show them the, the stands in the lobby. Um, so I don't remember all the locations <laughs> because there's so many. But, um, you know, Precision Planning's homepage, precisionplanning.com, there's a, there's a button there that says Winter Conference 2021, which will take you to the landing page that shows all the locations and, and um, what's, what locations have availability. So, you know, there's quite a few across the Midwest. We've got uh, the Northeast, Northwest. We've got two in Texas, Mississippi. You know, I think we have, what, four or five in Illinois. I don't remember exactly how many in Illinois. But um, there, there's, I think we're within a, a short distance of most all of the corn, soybean, sugar beet, and cotton acres. We're pretty close to most all Somebody of Somebody would be close by, you can yeah. find. Yeah. Now, is, and again, in the past, when a conference has been three days or maybe four days of of content, um, are we doing that again where we have four days of content, or what's the, yeah. the number of days for each one? So past years, we've had four days in Tremont. We used Tuesday of the week as the day to test the simulcasts and mm-hmm. be live in Tremont. So we had 750 people in Tremont and tested the other 10 simulcast locations, tested the video connection, 
test all that. And then Wednesday and Thursday um, were simulcast days. So some simulcasts were one day and they were Wednesday. Some were two days and they were Wednesday and Thursday. And then Friday was Tremont only. So this year, with the multiple locations, some of them are one day, some are two, some are three, and some are four. Okay. All right. So I think if you total it up, it's it's around 80 total events if you take 28 locations times how many days, days each, each one is, is going. So like Pontiac, Illinois, Champaign, Illinois, I believe, just two that are close to us here um, are all four days. So same content every day. Same, day. same people there every day um, as far as precision planning employees there, but new attendees. So giving uh, plenty of opportunity for the dealers and just industry folks and farmers who maybe don't have a dealer at this point to come and experience Winter Conference and find that good content and, and take home some relevant information. I do notice that I went online here and looked at our winter conference scheduling. It does seem that every day does have a limited number of seats. Is that correct? Yeah. So there are definite capacity limits, which depending on what venue it is, <laughs> uh, it varies. So there are, there are limited seats in, in various places, um, which will be small groups and some areas will be a few hundred. So, PrecisionPlanning.com, click on the Winter Conference 2021 button, takes you to the landing page, and then you can select your location, select your date, and sign up to come. That's yeah. how you would sign up to attend, which I would expect that hopefully, you know, this podcast is geared primarily for dealers. Every dealer should attend one day. At a minimum. See, at a minimum. We'd yeah. love to see you guys there. That's right. So, Bryce, can you kind of, I guess if you can, paint us a little bit of a picture then of what, what the experience is going to be like then this year? What kind of topics, if you can expand on a little bit, yep. are, are we going to hit on this year? Can you? I guess what I'm asking for is a, is a winter conference teaser. Yeah. So every year we have a theme, and sometimes that theme is around a product announcement. Sometimes that theme is around just a, a concept that aligns really well with precision planting, like micromanage your farm. And, you know, if you go back to the beginning of precision planting, um, a picket fence stand is something that was talked about a lot. Right with the meter max test stand and that being one of the first two products basically that were created by Precision Planting. And so this year's theme in 2021 is build your picket fence stand. And so when you think about a picket fence stand, what first comes to mind for most people is, oh, well, that's where all the vertical pickets on that fence are spaced consistently. And so relating that to a field, corn, soybeans, cotton, sugar beets, whatever it might be, a picket fence stand is typically thought of as how the meter performed. But if we back up and we think about how you actually construct a picket fence, I'd say 85 to 90% of the work that goes into building a good fence has to do with how you set the posts. All right? So to not give too much away, we're going to really focus a lot on how we set the posts and the result of setting posts properly is that then you can hang pickets consistently, all right? And so that's the theme. Um, so we're going to walk tip to tail of the row unit and talk about what are those systems and what are those things that it takes to build our picket fence and for the growers that attend, how they can equip their planter with the right tools to build their picket fence, you know, similar to how it would relate if I was actually going to go out in, the, in a pasture and put a fence around my field yeah. or in my yard or something of that nature. So that's the theme. You know, we'll hit your typical areas, emergence. How do we know if we're if our planner is performing well, nutrient application, those types of things. But as I said, pretty much walking tip to tail through that row unit, making sure we've got systems on that planner to get it right. 
Is there a certain number of sessions? Because if I remember right in the past, typically we, in Tremont, we bring everybody in. There's kind of an opening that I feel like is maybe 15 minutes to a half hour. Yeah. And then you're kind of split into groups, and we have four different sessions that go through the day. Yeah. Is there a certain <clears throat> number of sessions this year? And you're giving me a smirk like maybe I should yeah. know the answer to this. No, no. So <laughs> what's interesting is that, you know, last year in uh, 2020, we had – 5,147 attendees. And it was the first year of winter conference. Last year was year 16, 2021 is year 17. That number was who showed up here in Tremont over no, there. That was who showed up at all locations all last okay. year, 5147. Okay. And it was the first year that more than 50% were not at Tremont. So last year in 2020, over half of the winter conference attendees experienced winter conference via a simulcast, a simulcast hmm. through a screen. Okay. I didn't know it was that many. That's a lot. I didn't either. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like, I mean, technically it was 52-ish percent, but we were uh, of registered attendees. It was more. Um, we're at simulcast than attended Tremont, which I think is good. Yeah, that is really right? good. That's, uh, that's good. That means we're expanding our reach. That means for those of you dealers who are 10 hours from Tremont, hopefully we're d- doing a much better I job engaging you with Winter Conference, you know, Um for dealers outside of North America, I think I know there's probably still some more to be desired there, but you know we're working our way out. But what was interesting about that is that our sessions were dictated by Tremont because we'd have 750 people in Tremont. We split them up in four groups and then rotated between areas. So that m- meant that every session, every breakout, had to be the same length. So we could have a you know move 200 people from one breakout area to another breakout area at the same time. And it also meant that we had to give the same presentation 16 times. It also meant that if we had agronomists or product experts that had certain expertise and they were in one session, it, it seemed like they should present their content in that session. Or if they didn't, if their content was relevant to another session, someone else was presenting their content, which isn't ideal, but it's the way that it was. So if I'm in a simulcast, I'm experiencing it from a logistics perspective, the way it is in Tremont, but I don't have those limitations. Well, this year, since we're not doing Tremont, that that limitation of four groups in four areas have to rotate every session the same length, that's off. So this year, when our agronomists have expertise in multiple areas, so say expertise in uh, plant fertility and nutrition research, as well as um, emergence, you might see the same person two or three times throughout the day for 15 minutes on, hey, here's research results about this thing. It also allows us to actually take conference and bring in content from outside of North America. So we'll have part of one session that's actually in the field in South America. Now it's recorded, but we'll actually have content from Argentina that's part of one session that we have. So how many sessions are there? Well, technically there's seven topics to building a picket fence. Okay. Now, some of them are 20 minutes. Some of them are an hour. So you might have, we might go for 50 minutes, but it's two separate topics, 20 minutes and 30 minutes, and then we'll take a break. And then we might have another session that's an hour of one thing, and we take a break. So the packaging of the content will look a little bit different because we're not limited by 200 people in a room that have to move. We're limited by for the people viewing with precision planning employees at their venue. So there's still that experience. How can they best consume the content and get the most out of it and still have 
breaks to get up and stretch and all that. So I'm excited about the format. I think actually the format will be better than what we've had in the past because instead of, you know, if I think back to last year, Jason Webster was one person who shared all his results at one time, but they applied to depth research, nutrition research, irrigation research. And then throughout the day, you might have heard about a product that harkened back to one of those things. Well, it'd be really great if when we're talking about a product that has to do with depth, we share the research about depth right then. And that's what we're able to do in this format. So I'm excited about that format. I'm excited about um, just reviewing some of the content. I'm excited about um, what we're going to be able to provide to the attendees. Are you willing to tell us the seven steps or is that a come to winter conference? I'd say come to winter conference and you'll find the seven steps. Fair enough. Yep. Okay. No problem. So as I, as I was listening to this, a couple things I kind of have in mind, we're we're talking agronomy, Mm -hmm. which is kind of the basics of of what it takes to get that picket fence down. We're talking planner parts, planner adjustments, planner fine tuning. How do you, what can you do to your planner to get a better stand? Um, Research results from what, we at Precision Planning have done throughout the last of the year 2020 and previous years um, with Jason Webster and, and R&D itself. Um, what else are we expecting to, to talk about at, at Winter Conference? There's, we always have yeah. something fun generally. What, what, what are we talking about this yeah. year? So there will be a new product announcement this year. Fun. And so, again. You heard, him, you heard him say there will be a new product announcement. <laughs> so come to Winter Conference and um, – You'll be able to learn what that new product is throughout the day. I'm excited about it. It, it fits into the flow of the day and the build your picket fence stand. It, it fits in um, really well to, to that. Um, I think it's a product that a lot of our dealers will get behind. And a lot of farmers will look at the product and go, that makes a lot of sense and, and just really get it. So, yeah, that's, that's what I have to say about that new product and excited about what it's going to be. It fits in really well. Good. Exciting. Awesome. Exciting. awesome. So I think one thing that, we should mention here, just thinking about dealers, is we had tremendous response from dealers in this offering that we have on Friday the 22nd. So we didn't talk about we that We didn't talk yet. about that. We had, I had it written down. It's yeah. going to circle back to it. But so yes, this is something we, that I think is really cool. Yeah. So we've got these 28 locations that are you know hosted by Precision Planting. There will be a Precision Planting employee host, and there will be additional white shirt support. So the experience of interacting with other farmers, hearing from ag tech creators, and being able to interact with industry experts. Those three things are kind of three tenets of Winter Conference we've always had, and we want to keep that this year, right? So even with a different format, it's important that we do that. You know, we didn't want Uncle Jim to sit in his underwear in his basement, half paying attention (laughs) to the conference and watch it, right? We consciously wanted them to come to a place to watch together with somebody else. So purposefully, that's why we're doing this. It, and doing it at locations. But we also know that, hey, since, as Nolan mentioned, you know, we're somewhat capacity limited in some of these cases, hey, let's offer to our dealer network the ability to host Winter Conference, per se, at their location. So then they're the expert. So they're going to stream it at their location, at their own location of their own yeah. choosing. Yeah. So on Friday the 22nd, um, we've had a lot of dealers. Man, a lot of dealers stepped up, did a great job here in getting signed up for these what we're calling watch parties. So on Friday the 22nd, we will stream into these dealerships um, from Trema, just kind of like we've done with our trainings, right? Right. So we have some pre-recorded content, some live content. I know, Nolan, you'll be helping us with that, making sure it all works really well. And um, we'll have a a couple live people here to, to interact between the sessions. But on the 22nd, that one day, 
had a lot of dealerships sign up. We're excited about them hosting those watch parties just to get more growers in and have another opportunity and that's still have the interaction. That's that small feel again. Yeah. It's, it's, an ex- so it's one step smaller than a normal environment, mm-hmm. but not by yourself where you can actually talk to a dealer. I think that goes really well with one of the things that we often talk about then within um, Winter Conference and is the, the follow-up aspect of it. Like mm-hmm. we want our conferences great. We have we have a great opportunity to talk about our products and get growers excited about it and hear some information about it. And one of the key things that we've seen is that um, follow up with it with a customer. Go back out with as a dealership and and touch base with that with that customer. But what did you think about was said at one conference? And that watch party gives a great opportunity for that. Yeah, it's a great opportunity because the dealers are going to know who's there. And who's interested in, in what type of concepts that were talked about, you know. And as I think about it, you know, some some dealers might say, well, you mean follow up for a sale? I say, no. No, it's not necessarily follow up, try to close a sale. If that happens, it's great. But when you have something so good that I know we at this table, myself, passionately believe in, products so good, research and agronomy practices so good that we're sharing and that farmers can take advantage of, why would you not want to follow up with those folks and say, hey, what did you hear that you need more information on? What did you hear that you think can help you? What can you implement this year? Now, yeah, that could be purchasing precision planning products. Absolutely. That could be getting signed up for inside PTI to get agronomy tips on a weekly basis Right. that weren't all covered. <laughs> you know, we are not going to cover 120 trials from the PTI farm at Winter Conference. Okay. So it could be sign up for Inside PTI to improve your operation. But when we have kind of this gem that we have, which is products, research, and agronomics, why would you not want to help people get that information and, and, and apply it uh, on their farm to get better? Exactly. That's great. I mean, it's, it's that. It's also, it's again, it's, it's what else can you give them to help them, and then what else can you do to build that relationship with that customer? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it providing, doesn't have to be. Pro- providing value right. is never wrong. Right. Providing value is never a wrong thing to do. Well, and a lot of times that's the start of a partnership. Right. Right. Is, is, uh, you know, you don't always, I'm sure as everybody here is aware, you don't always sell something to somebody the first time, like you mm-hmm. alluded to Bryce, but the start of that partnership is, is just a matter of, you know, when he comes or when I talk to him, he adds value to my business. No, I haven't opened my checkbook, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I know he's just that he's coming to me with value. He's coming to me, um, with a mindset of what can help my farm this year even if I'm not writing him a check check today. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And what you said there, Tyler, about every time I talk to him, they add value, whether I'm buying or not, just really goes back to kind of this challenger sales mentality that our team really applies. We try to keep things simple and not overcomplicate them. That's one tenant, but then try to challenge. And, and what challenger means is not getting in your face and saying, Hey, you're doing it wrong, but challenger it's based on a book, the challenger sale, but it's basically saying, Hey, whether or not I'm selling a product to this person, I want to provide value to them. Right. Okay. And so if I'm providing value to them, then we're doing a great job. And that's something that Winter Conference does. You know, there are things we'll talk about at Winter Conference this year, as we do every year, that don't directly correlate to and buy this product from Precision Planning to do this. There are things mm-hmm. we talked about, like last year. We, talk, we had irrigation is one thing. Precision Planning doesn't sell irrigation products. But if you can see huge ROI and $300 an acre revenue and actual profit, gross profit increases by using irrigation. It's probably something that farmers should be looking at and seeing if it's feasible. It's maybe not feasible or practical everywhere, but hey, it's a practice that should be looked at, right? And so that's what 
I think the tenet of Winter Conference is, of course, we're going to talk about our products. Right? We'd be remiss if we don't because, again, they can help farmers. But there's other things that are not product-related that can help farmers as well, just practices, tips, whatever it may be. So, Bryce, as we talk about a new format to Winter Conference this year, was there anything that your team or you looked at and thought, this is non-negotiable, we still have to do this for Winter Conference this year to keep the same awesome experience or even enhance the experience from what it's been in years past? There is. There is. And we go back to October, late September, you know, we start planning. And in prior years, it would be, well, what are we going to talk about? And how many simulcasts do we have secured? And this year it was, what's our format going to be this year? Right? So that was another layer of discussion that we had. And so we had to make a call back in early October about what the format would be for January. And one of the things that was non-negotiable, as I mentioned, was we wanted to make sure there was the opportunity for attendees to have interaction with an expert with someone that could answer their questions. So whether that's a white shirt, precision planning employee at the 28 precision planning hosted locations, or whether that is at the hundreds of dealer locations, whether that is the dealer technician, the dealer staff that's there. What we wanted to avoid, as I mentioned before, you know, it's, it's funny we laugh at it, but we wanted to avoid uncle Jim sitting in his basement in his underwear, half distracted, half watching our conference and then missing the last two sessions. Right? That's not a good experience, and we believe that this conference is valuable enough that we wanted to maintain the integrity of interaction with growers, with each, each other, other, and in interaction with, with precision planning experts, be that precision planning employee or precision planning dealer. One cool thing we are adding this year that we haven't done in the past, you know, a, a handful of years ago we had, hey, text your question in. And the purpose of that was at the very end we do a Q&A. What we didn't do a good job of was setting up expectations. So we'd have people text in questions. How much does Smart Farmer cost? Did you get this? Is anyone going to respond? So we didn't set the expectation <laughs> well, and this is, this is our bad. We didn't set the expectation well that, hey, we're going to do a Q&A at the very end of the day. If you text in questions, your question may get answered. All right. So one of the things we're doing this year with the different format is – we are going to attempt, and this it'll depend how much uh, volume of text questions we get, but what we want to do is be able to have, I'm not going to say live interaction, like if someone texts in a question, I'm not going to say that a one of the presenters will immediately respond to them within two minutes, like you're having an actual text conversation, because it could be we get 100 text messages in an hour, and, well, it's, it might take a little bit. But our intention is that if you text the code, text precision to the code, and then send your question that you will get an answer to that question that day. And so that's just another element of interaction that isn't face-to-face, but it supplements the face-to-face interaction that we want to maintain. And it's to interact with our team. So it's still interacting with the team where if I'm Uncle Jim in his underwear in his basement, he's not really interacting with anyone um, other than people who are distractions. And so really the, the, the dealers are precision planning employees in white shirts and then the, the folks that are answering the text questions, which some will be the presenters of the content, you know, because they're not actually presenting 16 mm-hmm. times, they'll be available to answer questions. So if Corey Mulbauer gets a specific plot agronomy question texted in, he can answer that question rather than someone trying to say, well, there's 700 people I'd have to track him down. 
So I think that's an added added feature this year as well that will just help with the interaction. It's a unique opportunity to, to communicate with someone who's actually presenting at the t- same time. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah. I'm getting tingly over here because when we planned training this year, that was one of the things that was kind of on our hearts. Right. And this is that's really cool. I did not know that was going to be Bryce's answer to my question. But one of the things that we wanted was a way that we could still interact with the dealer network because we enjoy and we know that they enjoy being able to come up to presenters or come to talk to guys in product support after training sessions or even sometimes during breaks of training sessions and get their questions answered and still have that one-on-one interaction. And I don't know, that was just a really cool answer. Didn't know Bryce was going to say that, but that was something that weighed on our hearts in planning training was to still be able to um, as best we could and as many as we could get questions from our dealer network to content experts, get them answered. So I, it's cool. It, it's just love that answer because I see the alignment amongst well, different departments. And what, and what awesome. interesting to me is, is hearing you talk about it and hearing Bryce talk about it and that so much of, of being a part of precision planning, like I've been here for, for almost 10 years, but the, the heart and soul of our company is so much the passion is for the grower. So much so that even when we're doing a simulcast or a, something that's, that's a little bit different, a non-negotiable for us is to be able to interact with you guys as dealers and with the growers themselves and the end users and being able to be personable with them. It's like that's, yeah. that's who we are, and that's, that's so cool to hear it come through in what we do. I think the same answer, not having communicated about this before we recorded is <laughs> cool. But I think if we harken back to, I guess it's technically episode two, the first episode of this podcast after mm-hmm. the pilot with Justin Kaufman on extreme yes. ownership. Mm-hmm. Like I think that right there is proof of what was talked about in that podcast of we various departments, very different people here take extreme ownership. And that that's what we require of the folks at precision planning. That's what we ask of dealers is, Hey, how do we own everything in our realm and make sure it's done well? Oh. So we don't drop the ball. And, you know, it would be easy to say, well, just throwing some videos out on YouTube and telling people they should watch them would be an easy way to do it. But between extreme ownership and doing hard things, this is where we're at. And this is the result is training and conference. And uh, those those are two really good examples. If you haven't watched or watched, listen. It's easy to say watch when you're looking at people here. Yeah. yeah. But listen to that episode, episode two with Justin Kaufman on Extreme Ownership. Listen to that. That was, that was a really good episode. It was. Really good. It was a lot of fun. I wasn't a part of that one to listen to, to record it, so I can say it was fun to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. It was fun. So, Bryce, as we uh, – I can't even cover most of the topics I want to talk about, but it mm-hmm. sounds like we have a lot of fun, a lot of good stuff coming up as far as agronomy, good benefits for our, our dealers and the customers to get out and just to hear and to interact with other other growers, a row and a half apart, um, yep. just to just to be able to, to get their questions answered and to, and to improve and get smarter every season as we as we move into this year twenty twenty one. What's what's kind of one of the what's something you want to um, Sell me on the rest of the conference, basically. Yeah. Why this conference compared to all the 100 other conferences that are out there? Yeah, so why this one? I, I, I think, one, the growth of it has proven that it provides value, right? Yep. So the fact that in the past handful of years the attendance has doubled shows that not only have we expanded locations, but we've provided value at all those locations. And, you know, I think back a couple of years ago, there's a farmer um, in northern Illinois. His name's St- Steve Pitstick, and on social media – he posted during winter conference, even if you're not a PP product user or fan, you should come to Precision's winter conference because it's one of the best agronomy conferences you'll go to every year. 
And I think that sums it up as bad as well as I can. Hey, you're a farmer. You got a ton of stuff to deal with, a ton of decisions to make. Do I have time to go to this one? Well, we're not pushing product. We're not peddling. We're providing you value. There is simple technology to maximize your farm. That's what precision planning sells. But beyond that, close to the grower and we'll provide you value that you can apply to improve your operation without spending $1. And you don't have to pay to come to the conference, right? So no dollars spent and you can improve. So I think that's, that's the heart of conferences to help people get better. And that's what I would say is the reason to come. Awesome. Cool. Great. I love it. I'm All excited. Right. Yeah, I am too. It's after This will be my 14th winter conference that I've been part of. And this will be the first time that I actually get to go away from Tremont. I'm always usually behind the scenes or doing other things or live streaming. So it'll be really interesting to see how these other sessions go other places here. You can actually and listen this year. I, and actually listen, of- <laughs> yeah. I actually listen instead of listening secondhand at the same time. So it'll be really exciting for me too just to get out there. Um, because it is it's something after 14 years seeing all the differences the changes that we've done uh, from going from a small venue here in our building to a a larger venue and we're building bigger buildings now to our conference center that we have here just going out and seeing the the other sites and even knowing that we had over half of our attendees even more than we've had any other year last year just on separate sites being able to go out to those separate sites and see these guys that are interested that really want to know what we're doing and have the ability to go out there and talk to them and not just see them here at Tremont so that's what I'm excited about too. Bryce where will you be that week? Where will I be that week? All over the place? Well (laughs) so as you may expect with uh, planning starting back in October having to make calls of what the format will be and then just chasing changes and try and we started recording conference content prior to Christmas which usually this week and next week we're finalizing all the content for in-person live presentations there starting on the 19th so it's been a little bit crazy so there's a few of the loose ends like you know getting our supplies out to venues getting our signage made even the text in question thing it's going to happen but I need to assemble a team and a, and a protocol for how we handle that well. Um, so where will I be? I'm probably at this point going to be in Tremont on Tuesday and see how everything goes just to be available. I I don't want to tie myself to any certain responsibility in any location, because if there's major questions that local hosts at the 28 locations have, I want to make sure I'm available. So I'll probably be in Tremont Tuesday, which will be weird. It's like, hey, winter conference is going on. We're in Tremont. It's just going to be like today. There's going to be a handful of employees (laughs) in the building, and that's that. So I'll probably do that, and then I'd like to get out to a location or two Wednesday and Thursday if uh, if it seems like Tuesday goes smoothly, and um, we can handle the workload from there. Cool. So my hope is to do that, and then on Friday with the Friday we have a a few hosted locations as well as the the many dealer watch parties. I'll probably be here in this room in some way for those watch parties as well. Yeah, I'm ready. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. I'm, ready. I'm excited I'm now. excited for winning conference. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
All right. Thank you, Bryce. Appreciate you kind of taking the time to you join us today. Look, really looking forward to Winter Conference. Hope you guys uh, that are listening are excited about it. We hope to see you all in you know, one location or another. Um, hopefully you're hosting some of your own watch parties as well. Um, just a, a reminder, if you are enjoying uh, Smarter Every Season, we encourage you to subscribe to it wherever you get your podcast. Um, jump in, uh, subscribe to it so you get all of our new episodes. Uh, if you have want to interact with us, send us an email at smartereveryseason at precisionplaying.com. The four of us would love to, to interact with you guys and to answer any of your questions you have. So with that, Bryce, once again, thank you. Thank Tyler, you. Nolan, yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you again next session. <laughs> <laughs>